that guy. Man, thank you, Jimmy. How many of you know that the Lord is here today? Man, God is enshrined in the praises of his people. The presence of the Lord is here, and God is here to do good things today. Well, this morning, I'm going to be preaching to you about a message, and it's called Your Benefit Package. Does that sound good? Not my benefit package, although I think I'm included in the your, your benefit package. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. How many of you know that Jesus was anointed? Jesus was enabled. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with who? With the Holy Spirit. If, if Jesus needed the Holy Spirit, how much more do we? And Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit, not just so he could feel good and cruise around town looking real cool. No, there was a purpose for the anointing, wasn't there? There's always a purpose. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power because when the Holy Spirit comes, power is coming. And what did he do? Then he, by the power of the Holy Spirit, he went about doing good. He didn't go about doing bad, did he? Have you ever heard of anybody that came to Jesus for healing and Jesus said, man, I don't really have you on my list today. No, you never saw that, did you? He went about doing good. Now, I did a little research for all of us on the, what does doing good mean? In the Greek, it means to do good, okay? But it also means to bestow benefits. How many of you know that Jesus is with us today? Where two or three, I see that hand, good. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, here I am in the midst of you. Why is he here? Well, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He's here to do good and to bestow some benefits on us. Do you want the benefits of the Lord today? I think that if we came here with, a, with an empty, empty bag today, that today we walk out the house, by the, walk out of this church by the power of the Holy Spirit, we should be walking out with some benefits. We should be walking out with some goods today. We should be walking out with some good things from the Lord. He's here to do good to you. If you've ever read the New Testament and seen what Jesus did, he's still doing that today. Now, does anybody here have a job? A few of us. Would you, or you would like a job? And do you know that when you get hired at a job, usually the job, getting a job is pretty cool, right? But then you might ask or that you might be told, there's also some employee benefits that come along with the job. So although the job is cool, there's also the benefit package, and those can vary. Now, some benefits might be a retirement package. There could be anybody get a, some sort of medical benefit at their job. Not one person here has a medical benefit. Okay, thank you. I'm like, are we here? All right. Do you have a dental program? Might be a vision plan. Now, I've got my new glasses on. I'm still getting used to wearing them. And in the first service, I found they were slipping off my nose the whole time. But I went to, oh, six months ago to get my vision checked. And the eye doctor said, you know what? You, I, I'm going to help you. You're, you're an artist. You like to make art. And we're going we're gonna to fine tune what you can see. You're gonna, we're going to help your seeing a little bit. And I went to pay. And they said, did you know that you have a benefit for this on your, with my employee uh, coverage. I did not know that. So I was walking around for six years when I could have been enjoying the benefit today. I might even submit to you right now that there would be some benefits that God has for you that we may not be enjoying today. But after today, we're going to be enjoying some of those benefits. Amen. Sick time, bereavement, holiday, bonus program, a safety bonus. 
when I worked at LeMay, I was the safety coordinator. So every time people saw me coming, they got a little jumpy. Well, is there a trip hazard? Is there some poor lighting around? Is there something we shouldn't be doing? But if everybody was safe, we would get a safety bonus. If we didn't have any incidents at LeMay, we, don't, we didn't have accidents. Because accidents are preventable, we had incidents. Just FYI. Life insurance. There's a, does anybody have a wireless plan discount? You can get like a, a T-Mobile Verizon benefit. Nobody has that benefit? Check into that, actually. Let me counsel you this morning. Check into that. You might be surprised. Continuing education benefit. Have you looked at the cost of tuition lately? If you work at Starbucks, I don't know. If, yeah, you've looked. I don't know if Starbucks is still doing it, but they had a continuing education benefit with Arizona State University. Gym benefits. I actually visited Pastor Will down at Halla, and he has a little workout gym and some barbells and some dumbbells and a, not a treader, a treadmill. Thank you. You got a treader. Sporting event tickets, airline tickets. My mom was the secretary for PSA Airlines, Pacific Southwest Airlines. Anybody remember PSA, the airline with the smile? I've got a couple takers on aisle three. Sweet. And we would fly to California for 12 bucks. And we got sick and tired of going to California. According to my mom, she said, you guys hated going to Disneyland after a while. Do you, you believe her? I don't know if I trust her on that one. I don't know if that's the truth. How about a free Costco membership? Do some of you have a free Costco membership? I was living on Orcas Island. I was working for a garbage company. My dad was the owner of the garbage company. I took the ferry to the mainland, or as some people said, you, you went to America. We'd get off the island. We'd go to America, and I got myself a Costco membership, and I bought, you know, the 100-pack of burritos. And so like a single guy, I'm eating burritos, you know, three times a day for a whole month. And I come back, and I tell my dad, I said, Dad, I said, I bought myself a Costco membership. He said, why did you buy yourself a Costco membership? I want to eat, and I want to eat some food. He goes, don't you know that we had the Costco membership program? I didn't know that. But did you know that the benefit that I was unaware of did not benefit me? And the benefits in the Bible that are for us, if we are not aware of them, they will not benefit us, will they? I like something Apostle Paul prayed in Ephesians chapter 1. That the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened. That we would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You know the word, one of the, the meaning of the word revelation means to take the cover off. As in somebody could have a, maybe a package, a box for you, and you don't know, man, what is inside that box? And revelation to take off the cover. Wow. I see what's in there now. There are some benefits in the Bible for us that God has for us. And today I'm asking that the cover would be taken off and we could see what belongs for us. Can you say amen? Let's take a look here at a powerful, powerful psalm. Psalm 103, verse 1 through 5, and David is writing this. And he starts off by saying, bless the Lord, O my soul. And he does this three times. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. What is he getting so excited about? And then he goes, and forget not 
all of his benefits. You know what? I just reminded back when I was working for my dad's garbage company, I was enjoying some of the benefits, but I was not enjoying all of the benefits. Might I submit to you that in Christ Jesus, we are enjoying some of the benefits, but there are all the benefits, and David's getting excited. That's why he says it three times. Hey, bless the Lord. Bless, bless, exclamation point. Forget not all of his benefits. What are the benefits? Well, thankfully, I like that David, he kind of start. he goes into him for us. He might have been like the HR guy. <laughs> right? Come on in, son. Have a seat. Well, you're, you're, with the, you're with the Lord, yeah. Bless his holy name. Guess what? Here's the benefits. He forgives all your iniquities. How many? An iniquity is a, can be seen as a crookedness. It's also going to be defined as like a perverseness or, or a bent towards sin. Just a, a bent towards sin. Have you ever had a, gone into a job interview and the, the employer says, you know, if you come work for me, I'm going to forgive all your iniquities. Well, this is something that only God can do. Did you know that if we, this is so simple, probably one of the easiest things we've ever done, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. But not just forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I've never had one employer say, hey, I will forgive you and I'm going to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Our right standing with God isn't based on how bad we've been. By the way, you've not been bad enough to fall outside of God's grace. You have not been so nasty or evil or done something so wicked that you're beyond help, that Jesus won't forgive you. No, all we need to do is simply ask. And we haven't been so good that we've earned God's forgiveness either. It's all about what Jesus has done. Jesus himself took our sins. I didn't take your sins. My wife, she's pretty cute. But she didn't take your sins. Jesus took our sins in his body on the tree. And by his stripes we are healed. All we simply need to do is confess. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us of our iniquities. And guess what? He will forgive us, won't he? And you know what is even more interesting? He forgives us the first time that we ask. Have you ever asked him to forgive me? And then the next day, man, Lord, I I know I asked yesterday, but will you forgive me again? And the third day, and you're maybe even a week, or maybe, you know what? Maybe you've been asking forgiveness for a year, but let me assure you, the first time you asked a year ago, he forgave you at that point. We just are finding out about it today, maybe. Come on, forget not all his benefits. We simply ask for forgiveness, and he forgives. It's another benefit. Heals all of your diseases. That's more than a few, isn't it? How many diseases does he heal? Come on, will he heal cancer? Mental illness. Broken bones. I don't know, the list can go on and on and on. We were just sitting here worshiping this morning, just this 15 minutes ago, and I was reminded when my son had a, had a lymph node on his neck. And uh, the doctors were concerned that it, it could be cancerous. And... Uh, we, we sought, we prayed the Lord. We prayed to the Lord. We went, and, they, and by the way, the doctor, they, they sort of undersell the surgery. Oh, we're going to take it out, and we're just going to do a little nick and just go in. Man, it was a pretty serious, serious procedure. 
And I remember those days, but I remember calling out for God, and sure enough, the report came back, your son is fine, it's all well. Now, maybe there wasn't cancer, but maybe there was. But I know this, God is a healer, and he's there to heal. I was at service one morning, I think this was like 2001 on Orcas Island, meeting in a cafeteria, and this dear old lady, of my, a friend of mine, Jodell, I think she was in her 70s at the time, and she was all worked up, and she said, Cameron, the doctors are concerned, my blood pressure's through the roof, and I'm not getting better, and I've got my appointment this week, and I'm a little concerned, would you pray for me? Well, should I pray for it? Come on. These signs will follow them that believe. How many of you believe? It doesn't say these signs will follow the pastor or the apostle or you need to be a Jesus Jr. No, these signs will follow them that believe. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Jodell, I'm going to pray for you. And I prayed for her and off she went and she came back next Sunday and she was all glowing and beaming and smiling. Jodell, what happened? She went to the doctor. The doctor said, Jodell, it's never looked so good. Your blood is great. Everything's mellowed out. Come on, you look just fine. Give the Lord a praise there. Now, did I heal Jodell? I did not. But there is a healer. There is one who heals all our diseases. We simply do our part and let God do his part. Amen? He heals all of your diseases. Now, praise to God for medicine and doctors. We don't discount that at all. But we also thank you that one of the names of God is Jehovah Rapha, which means the Lord our healer. Healing is bound up and to his name, one of the many names of the Lord. The Lord is here to heal. Continue on, he, continuing on, he redeems your life from destruction. Have you ever been on a destructive path? Maybe you're on a destructive path today. But there is a redeemer. When I was 17 years old, I was on a heavy drinking binge. I was 20 days in on some, some serious drinking. I mean, my friends and I, we even had this thing called like the 101 Club. The 101 Club is you take a shot of beer one minute for 101 minutes. That was pretty, and do you think, I don't, I don't know if you think that's easy or not. It wasn't easy. I tell you, I didn't join the club. I didn't make it to the club, and I still have the scars on my hands to show you when I bit it and fell down the pavement walking down the road. And I was on a destruct. I was on that path. And my dad was out of town, and my car was there, but my dad had pulled the keys because I didn't have insurance. I didn't have a job, barely had any fuel, couldn't buy fuel. But my dad took off, so I said, I could find these keys. And I found the keys to my car, so technically I think I, like, stole my own car. I don't know if you can do that. And my little brother grabbed me around the legs, pleading with me, baby, don't, don't go. And I thought, man, I feel fine. Life is fun. This, we're having a blast. This is great. It won't be such a killjoy. We're partying. And I lit out down the road and two other friends in the car, actually a friend of my brother, and I rolled that thing down the middle of the street. Have you ever been upside down in a car? It was a new, the, the world looked different to me. It looked a lot different upside down. And I was hanging, hanging from my seatbelt upside down in my Mazda 626. And I remember seeing the yellow stripe of the road hanging upside down. I piled that thing into a bunch of trees. Thankfully, I unhooked my seatbelt, and I kind of, I must have fallen on my head. I was pretty drunk, too, so I don't remember a whole lot. And I climbed out the window of my broken, of my totaled car. 
And there was a car of friends behind me, and my buddy Damon was there, who was a big lineman on the football team. I said, Damon, we're flipping this thing back on its wheels. I'm driving home. Sure enough, it started, and I drove it home, and I had to wait for my dad to come home. Well, this story goes on and on. You don't even know. I ran away from home. I couldn't face my dad. I just took off. I said, he, he did, probably disowned me. I took off. If I would have died that day, praise the Lord, he looked after me then, I believe. I would have been in, I would have been in hell today. It is a real place. But you know what? There is a redeemer. And it says he redeems our life from destruction. Deuteronomy, behold, I set before you this day life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. It's a choice that you can make. You might be on a path. It could be a destructive path. But I'm telling you, there is a redeemer. He has life for you. The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, John 10, 10. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Are you getting anything out of this today? All right. I am. I'm preaching myself happy. I heard somebody say that once. Now I know what it's like. Number four, in your notes, he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Isn't he loving? I, I, I look at Psalm 23 frequently, David. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I, I think we need to come to a place that we can all say, the Lord isn't my wife, just my wife's shepherd, isn't just garrison shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. He causes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Have you ever had that? You, on a benefit package, you're applying for a job, and when you work here, we're going to crown you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Yeah, that actually sounds kind of funny. Forget that. That's not gonna, I think I'm in the wrong place. But the Lord will do that. That's a part of his benefit package, isn't it? He's not a herder. He's a healer. He's not a beater. He's a restorer. He's not a tormentor. He is the prince of peace. Those tormenting thoughts are not from God. He is the prince of peace. He is not a condemner. You've done something wrong. He doesn't throw you in jail, lock the door, take the key, and chuck it into the river. No, that's what the, the thief comes to do that. He's not a condemner. He's a forgiver. He's not a thief. He's a giver. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave out of his love. He gave his only begotten son. Who's his son? Jesus. Why? That whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus, God gave his very best gift when he gave his son, didn't he? And if he gave you his son, how shall he not also freely give you all things to enjoy? He's not a liar. He is the source of truth. He's not a murderer. He is the giver of life. He is not a hater. God loves you. Did you know that? Yeah, he's not a hater. God loves you. Maybe you've never heard that before. Yeah, God loves you. He's not mad at you. That's why he's loading you down with these benefits. I'm here to forgive. I'm here to heal. I'm here to crown. I'm here to restore. That's what he's doing. He satisfies our mouths with good things. I don't know about you if you've ever been hungry. I've been in seasons in my life where I've been hungry. I remember... Being out and about and just, I don't know where my next meal is going to be. And I, to be fair, it hasn't happened a lot in my life, but I know what it's like to not have food and to be desperate, and that's a tough place to be. But God wants to satisfy your mouth with good things. I like something King David said. 
I've never seen the righteous forsaken or her sons begging for bread. God wants to lead you into a place of fulfillment, rich abundance. The Lord wants to be your shepherd so you shall not be in a place of want. Back into Psalm 23 again, David said, my cup runs over. God wants to overflow your cup. He satisfies our mouth with good things. He wants to fill your mouth with laughter and joy. He wants to put a new song in your mouth. Put some good words in your mouth. Now, when I was a young growing up, I didn't have a lot of positive affirmation in my life. It was more like, you're not doing any good. You can't do it. You're not going to make it. And so as I got older, I kind of came into this, I'm not really any good, and I, I, I can't make it. And then the Lord comes in and begins to fill our mouth with a new thought and a new word. Wait a minute. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Maybe you've never said that. Will you repeat after me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on. That is a good thing. That's God filling our mouth with good things. Psalm 126. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue was singing. And they said among the, the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. And finally, as we're walking through this benefit package that David has laid out, he renews your youth like the eagle. Maybe you just need some renewal. Maybe you just need to be, you feel like a battery and your battery's just, just drained out and you need to be hooked up to the, the charger, man. And God wants to restore and God wants to renew and God wants to charge you up. The last six years, up until a few months ago, I was working at LeMay. And I was in charge of the, the, the e-waste. I was the e-waste guru. And it meant, basically meant that every Tuesday I had to stack TVs all day long, six to eight hours. And I stacked televisions and computers, and I stacked them this high. But I noticed something, that when I would get off of work, that, man, I, I have energy still. I feel strong. My back, after six years, doesn't, I haven't lost a beat. Why? Because he's here to renew supernatural renewal. Have you ever had a boss that, by the way, and after you're done with work, I'm going to renew your youth like the Eagles. I know I've looked on the, you know, seen on the computer on television, they, there's some companies, they have like these miracle creams and lotions. If you, put, if you buy this cream and you put it on your face, it'll like take like 10 years off your life. I don't, I don't know about that miracle cream, but I know God, and I know that he can renew you like no other person, thing, product can renew. Amen? Every good gift, every perfect gift comes down from, a go, from above. We're talking about good gifts today. We're talking about good gifts and perfect gifts. Do you want to enjoy these benefits? Do you want them in your life? How do we get these things to flow? How do we get these things to activate? Well, I think David, he said it really well. He says, forget not. If you don't know something, I guess if you don't know, that, that truth won't flow. But we need to learn something so that we have the opportunity to retain it so that we forget not. But like Proverbs, it says, my son, give attention to my words. There's a lot of words out there. Give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes, but keep them in the midst, keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep my words in the midst of your heart for their life to those who find them and health to all your flesh. Proverbs 3.3 3 says, let not mercy and truth forsake you. 
bind them around your neck, and write them on the tablet of your heart. I think it's great that God was talking about not necessarily technology, but he was writing about the tablet of your heart. And today it's very interesting that we have tablets. Today people make notes on their portable tablets. Well, God said, you've got a tablet. It's inside of your heart. And write my words on the tablet of your heart so that you forget not. And number two, we need to ask if the worship team can come forward. How do you spell ask? A-S-K, simple enough. But I think it's a great acronym. A for ask, S for seek, and K for knock. When you don't know what to do, you just need to ask. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through 11 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Not maybe. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you if his son asks for bread will give him a stone, or if he asks for a fish will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? You know, I'll take my kids grocery shopping, and I have my I have a grocery list or whatever, and We'll walk into the grocery store, and my kids will say, Dad, can we have a Lunchable? Does anybody know what a Lunchable is? Do you know why they ask for the Lunchable? The candy. That's the only, that's the only reason why they want the Lunchable. Now, w- when I walked in, was I thinking about the Lunchables? I, I wasn't thinking a thing about the Lunchable, but they asked for the Lunchable because they want the candy, and I'm a good father. And I get them the Lunchable. Why did I get it for them? Because they asked. Because they ask for it. Sometimes we just have to ask. And finally, number three, we just need to receive. Isn't receiving so easy? What if somebody came and just knocked on your door and you open up at the door and they're standing there with a present for you? And what do you have to do to, re- to, to receive to get a present? You just have to receive, don't you? We just have to receive what God has for us. Now, we're not obligated to receive anything from God, are we? But the Bible says that God is standing at the door and knocks. Remember, Jesus stands at the door and knocks. If anyone will open the door for him, he will come in. He's standing at the door of our heart right now. He's loaded down with benefits. He's got great gifts for you. Come on. Most importantly, he has the gift of salvation, doesn't he? He who has the Son has life. Jesus is here today. I'm going to give him space and opportunity to knock on our hearts this morning. And if you'll open the door of your heart, he will come into your life. He'll make you a brand new creation. Old things will pass away and all things will become new. Will you bow your heads this morning? Jesus is here. He is knocking and tapping at the door of your heart. Would you invite him in? Would you invite him into your life? Would you open the door of your heart and respond to that knock? And all you have to do is receive. Just receive. If that's you, will you raise your hand this morning? I see that hand. Thank you. I see that hand. Raise him high. I want to see him. Okay. Just keep, keep him raised. Keep them raised. Raise them high. Five, 
6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Come on. Right, come on. Any other hands? Right? This is your moment. Today is the day of salvation. 15, 16. Come on. Come on. Let's, I want everybody to pray with me. How, you give the Lord a hand clap. Come on. Hallelujah. Today is the day of salvation. Let's all bow our heads. We're all going to pray together. Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I call you my Lord and Savior. Be the Lord of my life and lead me by the way I should go. Thank, thank you for forgiving me my sins. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going we're gonna to sing some worship. I'd like the prayer team to come forward. I'd like everybody to stand. I'd like the prayer team to come forward. And if you have something that you would like specific prayer for, maybe you, you, you need prayer for a job, a relationship, maybe you need a healing in your body, I'm telling you. These signs will follow those who believe. They will lay hands on the sick, and they'll recover. And as we worship, I want to give you an opportunity just to come forward. And maybe you just need to come forward and leave some things at the altar. And maybe just come and ask the Lord to load you down with some benefits today. There's power that can break off every chain. There's power that can empty out a grave. There's resurrection power that can save. There's power in your name, power in your name. There's power that can break off every chain. There's power that can empty out a grave. There's resurrection power that can save. There's power in your power that can empty out a grave. There's resurrection power that can save. There's power in your name. Power in your name. There's power. There's power that can break off every chain. There's power that can empty out 
my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. Come on, isn't God good today? Would you give him a good clap offering today? Amen. Now let's pray. Father, we thank you for what you have done in us. You have begun a good work in us, and you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for this congregation. I thank you this morning for everybody who's coming up and responding to prayer. I just say yes and amen, amen for your purposes in their life. We thank you that you are good, Lord, and you're here to load us down with benefits, Father. We love you today in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Well, thank you for coming, everybody. Isn't God good? Have a great day. Amen.